Starring Mike Murray. This is Bessonnel. 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 By the numbers. 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 Ten episodes in. Dakota and Nostalgia. Wait, is that Chappelle? There's the opening haiku for you. Welcome to SNL by the Numbers, the home of SNL stats. I am your host, Mike Murray, and we are covering episode 958 of a little sketch show on NBC called Saturday Night Live. This week, it was hosted by Dakota Johnson with musical guest Justin Timberlake. Welcome back to the show, Victoria. For the 10th time on By the Numbers, Detroit's finest via Chicago. How you been? Welcome back. I'm great. That was so nice um, to be called Detroit's finest. I would, some would argue that that might be the Lions, even though they didn't win. But uh, still, still very honored. Um, go Jets Pizza in the meantime. Uh, no, but I'm very happy to be back. The band's back together. Yeah, happy to have you back. And... Honestly, so happy to have Detroit's finest. <laughs> He's coming off a 66,000 liked tweet. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm getting him at the, hopefully not the peak, but the first peak of many, maybe, in his illustrious tweet career. Um, it's the one and only Sammy K. Hello. Wow. What, a, what, what an entrance. <laughs> uh, you know, Victoria, before you set up the Lions, I thought you're going to you're going to throw it to me being the, uh, the other Detroit's finest. But you, you set Mike up um, as well there. So happy to be here. Um, yeah, like Mike said. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're on the rise with the Twitter stuff. I, I still refuse to call it X. Um, people know we're still talking about what we're still talking yeah. about with, with Twitter. But uh, yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. And uh, yeah, happy to dive into all this. I was uh, doing my notes today, Sammy, and, and I, I threw on some Sammy K while I was doing it. You know, I wanted to swing and sway with Sammy K, the old band leader of the 50s. So I was listening to, like, you know, Remember Pearl Harbor and, <laughs> and all, those, all those old good tunes. I was going to say uh, that we, every uh, Jew, old, old Jewish uh, grandmother <laughs> of a friend of mine growing up would always call me Swinging Sammy K, and I never knew what it meant for the longest time. Well, like I knew, like I, I, I knew they were referring to like a famous, uh, like a old, old artist. But uh, I just thought they were they were trying to to chirp at me or something. Yeah, well, we have a young, young artist on the program tonight. Um, I don't think the swinging Sammy K ever had a viral tweet, so you got that against him. Yeah, he he. Uh, I think he probably passed like a couple decades prior to Twitter, but I, I don't know. Someone's going to have to fact check me on that one, but uh, we'll see if he was uh, alive post 2005. <laughs> don't think so, but I'm not going to look it up. Um, all right. Uh, Victoria, could you do a little impromptu uh, time travel music? Cause we're going to go back in time for a quick sec. Sure. Are you ready? Yep. Na, 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 na. All right, we don't have the rights for that, but um, what's, we're going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up. Oh, that was original? Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was like, you know, Europe or something. Um, all right. <laughs> so it's January 31st. I just I always do a quick look back on this day in national history. And one of my favorite episodes 
was on this date. It was in season 40, so 2015. Typically, before you know, before the uh, NFL added an extra week, this was like the Super Bowl episode of SNL, and J.K. Simmons hosted. 22 days later, he got his first Oscar for Whiplash, Best Supporting Actor. Great film. And yes. we also saw the debut of one of the best. Who's ready for some more Totino's pizza rolls? Oh, Thanks, honey. You're the best. Anything for my hungry guys. So, Sammy, I know you're a big Vanessa fan. So how, how big is Totino's in the Vanessa Bayer catalog for you? Oh, it's uh, it's huge. It, it kind of blows my mind that uh, if it's 2015, it's almost almost 10 years since we've had uh, that sketch in our lives. But um, I, 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 you know, because there were so many, you know, you know there are two other iterations of that. You know, sometimes I forget that J.K. Simmons kind of started all in that sketch, and he um, he's so great. And I saw we recently posted a stat of the season 40. Uh, hosts that hadn't come back to host and J.K. Simmons, where where you at, man? Did Lauren lose your number? Because uh, still feel like uh, he he could have a, a great uh, sort of comeback episode or you know come back to the show and host again. We'd love to see that. Yeah, I mean, Lauren's probably like, yeah, I want you to come back and host, J.K. You're not coming back to host. Um, and we also had a film from Michael Bryan. So Michael Bryan, I don't know if you guys are Michael Bryan fans out there. He left the cast of season 39 and then kind of out of nowhere did like films in season 40. Did like the Grow a Guy film earlier in the season. But this one always stands out to me. It was the origin story of Jay-Z with, you know, Michael Bryan playing Jay-Z. We had um, Sudeikis as Kanye. And this, this clip was great. I should head back to Marcy Projects. You know what trains are around here? You should take the J or the Z. You just gave me an idea about what my fake name could be, you <laughs> son of a gun. Victoria, do you remember that one? Vaguely, I do remember the Jay-Z part, but... Well, yeah, that was the whole thing. It was like yeah. a black and white like yeah. origin story of Jay-Z, just completely never winking at the camera that it was like an all-white cast other than Jay Farrow <laughs> being the friend yes. who does a Jay-Z impression in it. Um, so wanted to, uh, we, we're going to go back to current day, but uh, any... Uh, some, any vin- something to add quickly on that sketch, yeah, though. I, I, I have a weird, I think Mandela effect might be the the, the word with it, with Sudeikis being that sketch where it's like, because I, I think Pete's in that as well, because that's from his first season on the show. So it's like, wait, was the Sudeikis, was he still on the show that I thought he left before, you know, but it's like, no, he just makes a, a very random cameo in, in the sketch. And uh, that's something like when I go back to that one, I'm always like, wait, what, what year was this? So, yeah, those are my favorite cameos. The one that just out of nowhere serve a, pur- a purpose and then that's it. You leave you wondering why was Sudeikis in that? You're like, well. Who yeah. else would play Kanye West? So of course we had to call Sadeka yeah. up. Like when um, Nassim came up, came back randomly. Um, I think it was for that um, that like Wild Wild Country parody, right? Like the like it was like a a pre tape or something like that. I just remember that was like the only time she ever came back. I'm like that's so so random, but yeah. Uh, Victoria, are you a Nassim Pedrad fan? Yes. My- Do you watch Chad? The, like, is that what it's Davidson's? called? Yeah. No, well, no, wasn't it? It's a show where Nassim Pedrali plays like a high school boy. Oh, 
No, I have not watched that. I was like, is it called Shad? If it's not, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Okay, thank you, Sammy. Anyway, let's go. Let's go back to 2024. Um, Victoria, do you have any current day transition music? Yes. Okay. All right. That was (laughs) (laughs) music to my ears. Yeah, in post, we'll just play what you did before. I'll just put it in reverse. Do you, you know. want me to sing it or just straight Yeah, okay, yeah. We're, we're live, so live music yeah. is always welcome. It's my Victoria and Sammy. We're here without a whammy. All right, we do own the rights to that, so <laughs> that'll be registered by ASCAP. If you recreate it without the written permission and consent of this program, you will hear from John Schneider and our yep. team of lawyers on retainer. So just want to let everyone know. The Saturday Night Network Records. That's our, our record label. Got plenty, plenty of hits where that came from. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do have, you know, we have some original music on, on the program. So we'll, we'll, sure. we'll keep it up. I'm, I'm moving right now. So I got a lot of boxes behind me. But maybe in the new podcast studio, I'll just get the piano right next to the microphone. We'll just do some live stuff. Yeah, yeah, a little beat laboratory. Oh, yeah. A little Paul Schaefer. <laughs> so we did have a new episode this week. Um, it was hosted by Dakota Johnson. Uh, but we did see a lot of some other, other folks. So Victoria is going to let us know who we saw and for how long we saw them with the screen time. Wowza. All righty. Starting off with our host, Dakota Johnson, at 19 minutes and 23 seconds followed by musical guest Justin Timberlake at 16 minutes and 31 seconds. Next up, the wonderful Heidi Gardner at 7 minutes and 48 seconds. Then we have Mr. Barry Gibbs himself, Jimmy Fallon, at 6 minutes and 48 seconds, exactly one minute behind Heidi. There is Bowen Yang at 6 minutes and 15 seconds. Love seeing him near the top here. Another person I love to see near the top is Devin Walker at 5 minutes and 59 seconds. Weekend Update Sweetheart, Colin Jost, is after at 5 minutes and 51 seconds. Keenan Thompson, the king of SNL, at 5 minutes and 32 seconds. Shrimp Jaj, as I like to call him, a.k.a. James Austin Johnson, at 5 minutes and 19 seconds. Then we have Michael Che at 5 minutes and 13 seconds. Then we get into the threes. So Sarah Sherman at three minutes and 56 seconds. Andrew Dismukes at three minutes and 45 seconds. Chloe Feynman at three minutes and 12 seconds. Mikey Day at three minutes and seven seconds. Um, then we have Marley, or not Marley, Molly Carney at two minutes and 55 seconds and Ega Wodum at two minutes and 19 seconds. In the one minute range, we have Mikey Longs at one minute and 47 seconds. The very talented and a very su- much su- a surprise to me was Toby Wigway at one minute and 46 seconds. Chloe Trost at one minute and 31 seconds. John Higgins at one minute and 24 seconds. Punky Johnson at one one melon, I mean, minute and 11 seconds. And Martin Hurley at one minute and 11 seconds. And then the last group of folks, but not least on this list, are Ben Marshall, the only non-Nepo destroyer at 58 seconds. Marcelo Hernandez at 52 seconds. With special appearances by Shark 
Barbara Corcoran at 35 seconds, another shark, Mark Cuban at 20 seconds, Steve Higgins at 16 seconds, and randomly Dave Chappelle at 12 seconds. Did you guys notice Chappelle live? Were you watching live and just see him at the end? Yeah. Sammy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I definitely it's, noticed him. <laughs> it's one, it's I think the only time uh, other than like a musical performance, like uh, Kanye did it in the Adam Driver premiere. He did like a third performance. Arcade Fire did a third one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch two seasons ago. But of time where like I have to do screen time for like a good nights kind of thing <laughs> because that would be crazy to do that every time uh, with all the people in the background. But yeah, that so we have like a new category on the screen for good nights time. And I just did that for like Dakota's um, words. And then once the band started, I just I stopped the timer because I was like officially good nights. But Anyway, Victoria, so, any questions? Yeah, so I had ahead. a question about that. So did you add like good night screen time on for everybody else or just like gave it, you know, just, just Chappelle, Chappelle? Because if yeah. I didn't do that for him, he wouldn't be anywhere else. And we had an internal meeting in the, in the stat community about like, what do we do with this? Do I count it? Do I you know we can look back and say how many times has Chappelle appeared on SNL and count this because he did appear on SNL. I mean, right. just in a very awkward and weird way <laughs> when i say that's true when i say i want to be on snl that's what i mean i just want to do what dave chappelle did just yeah it's it's funny because it. just loiter last week on by the numbers I was, I was telling that story about how randomly guy fieri is in the audience in one episode but it's never acknowledged he's just like taking in a show he's just not part of it so maybe i mean i don't know what chappelle was doing there but he just was like, you know, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop up. I'm just gonna get on the stage. Um, I've been here before. So, anyway, um, Sammy, anyone you want to talk about here? Uh, any performance that you particularly enjoyed? Ooh, um, you know, I continue to really like what James Austin Johnson is bringing to the show. Uh, with three appearances, you know, he's in the cold open. He has a pretty, you know, memorable pre-tape with the home video sketch that he's, you know, kind of anchoring, like uh, the Smukes is anchoring. He's also anchoring. Um, and just like their kind of dynamic in general, obviously the Smukes is um, a, a little lower here on the list with just two appearances. But um, it was kind of cool that after, um, you know, he came, you know, to be on, you know, our, our show on SNL stories this week and talking about that partnership with, um, JJ to kind of see the fruits of that labor, um, you know, make it onto the show. And as much as, you know, the cold open, like I, I liked what they were going for. I don't think it totally came together, but it's kind of cool to see, um, that partnership continue and, you know, seeing them kind of get stuff on the show. So I want to shout out those guys for sure. Yeah, and as Sammy said, Andrew Dismukes was on the network. So if you have not listened to that, please do. It was awesome to hear. And always so cool to hear from anyone associated with the show. But when they're literally that week making a new show and they're taking time out of the schedule to talk to us uh, us folks, that's pretty cool. Um, Victoria, who do you want to talk about in this list? This is, this is two weeks in a row now in 2024 that there's been some wacky, maybe even spooky um, stats. So... What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I truly just want to give Devin Walker a shout out here. One, I was really impressed by his character work on the show this week. 
I love that we're getting to see more of him and to see him near the top here is really exciting for me. A few weeks ago, or I guess a little over a month now, in the latter half of the year, I was talking about how I wish there was more of him and that he was given more opportunity to shine. And I think he used that time and he used that time well. So hoping to see see more of him there. Andrew Dismukes felt like, again, we've talked about this a few times. Andrew Dismukes does not need to be physically on the screen for that long for to leave an impression on you. Because if you ask me, I'd say, oh, probably like five or six minutes, but not even. He's he's pretty low on, on the list there. So uh, shout out to Andrew Dismukes, who I did meet on the 20th, the first show back for the first time. And he was actually very nice. So shout out to Andrew Dismukes. Tell us the story. What happened? What did you, what'd you talk about with Dismukes? Oh, I just said hello and that I loved his... I mean, it wasn't anything. It was freezing cold and it was two o'clock in the morning. So he was ready to get the heck out of there. But um, honored that he decided that he was willing to take a picture of me, which if you give me a second, I can pull it up for the people watching. Yeah, please do. I mean, Dismukes, we know, was four seconds of screen time in the Bad Bunny episode and that pre-tape with Fred Armisen, Bad Bunny, and Mikey, and, you know, stole stole the show, maybe even the night with four seconds. So, to your point, Victoria. So, we have the picture on screen. Exclusive um, for watchers only. That is us. Can you see it? I can see it, yeah. So, we have Victoria Very looking nice. beautiful on the left, and Dismukes looking beautiful on the right. Um, so, I can oh. confirm that those are the individuals in the picture. Mikey Long, or Day. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Mikey Long Day. That could be a new pair. Um, I got one with my girl Heidi. She was very nice. nice. I did chat with her a little bit on how I admire that. You know, she was a hairstylist, and someone recommended to her that she take a class at Groundlings, and she went for it. And now she's literally on SNL, which is really cool. Um, Are you considering becoming a hairstylist now? <laughs> at this point, I might have to just to like expedite my mission to the show. Because um, the playbook works, data, you know, it's proven. Ego. And now there's Victoria with Ego Wodum. Yep. Uh, I like that, Mike. You're commenting for the you know, the audio listeners. That's that's a bit of a pet peeve for me when I'm listening to a, uh, an audio podcast and there's stuff on the screen I can't see. Yeah. Now, now there's an image of Marcelo on the left, uh, Victoria on the right, again looking beautiful and smiling. Uh, Marcelo, I think, was smiling as well. So this oh, is for the yeah, for the audio people. And uh, I did. I was said probably <laughs> one more, and then I'll I'll stop. I'm I'm just I keep going. I'm just bragging. I'm just bragging at this point. This is Longfellow. The birthday boy himself, Michael Longfellow. My guy. My yes. guy. And he remembered me from when we met in Chicago because we did talk about this program and how he would like to be on it one day. So once the stars align, I'm sure it will happen. And I think Victoria off air was telling me that she um, tried to get a picture with Sarah Sherman. Is that correct? And uh, Sarah did not have a warm response. This was her response. <laughs> I did I did happen to record that interaction of me and her. Um, you know, I just took the high road. I let her beat the crap out of me, but I didn't hit back, you know. So That's that's nice of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it sounds like Victoria had a good uh had a good weekend in NYC. It Happy was to a hear that. Cold, and yeah, it. just 
just to wrap up the screen time, yeah, Devin Walker, big week, second most screen time of his career. So again, he was 5 minutes 59 this week. His career high was 829 in the Meg the Stallion episode last season. That was only his third season. I'm th- sorry, third episode of his career. Um, and then so his third best was 5 minutes 56 with Aubrey Plaza about a year ago. And he had one other five-minute episode. It was last week with the Alordi one. So Devin Walker stock is going up. So shout out to Devin. All right. So we are going to look at um, the anomaly of this week, which I'm already seeing in the chat from our friends. You know, I see Ellis mentioned it. Uh, someone else mentioned it. But that Timberlake's screen time, I mean, it's can't, can't be ignored. So Justin Timberlake, as musical guest, had the most screen time of any musical guest of any episode I've ever done stats on. So that goes from season 44 to now. So about five and a half seasons now. And that's the most for any like non-double duty, of course, um, musical guest. So I, I compiled a list of the hosts and musical guest screen time and power ranking because power ranking measures like the impact of that episode. So I wanted to see... If you were watching the show, how much impact did Dakota Johnson have versus Timberlake? So I'll read those. And I also uh, threw on the screen other like kind of very close get musical guests to host um, differences. So that's what they're arranged by. Um, it's color-coded on the screen if you want to look on YouTube. But Dakota Johnson's power ranking was a 277 and Timberlake's was a 207. So they were like 69.8 difference in that stat. Just screen time alone, Dakota Johnson again had 19 minutes 23 and Timberlake had 16.31. And I think uh, I saw that Ellis maybe said how that was just a little bit more than, oh, I think I, I probably have it here. The Alordi screen time from last week, he had a low screen time for a host. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, did that bother you was that just kind of a unique situation sammy like a lot of people might have not had like a positive reaction like that timberlake might have been taking the spotlight but then again we might have known that going in but as a viewer like did that bother you or is that just kind of a cool situation to have a five-timer as the guest well as someone who kind of grew up on the era of the show where he was, you know, making such an impact and coming back and hosting, I, I was like very excited, not only that he was announced to be on the show as a musical guest, but was surprised that, you know, he wasn't hosting and wasn't doing double duty. So going into the episode, you know, I feel like everybody in the fan community was expecting something like this. I don't know if we necessarily saw, you know, the, the path to where they would be so kind of neck and neck. Um, when it comes to screen time, I feel that the the Barry Gibb talk show sketch, the way that it's kind of formatted to where like you really have like Jimmy and Justin like front and center, like the entire sketch, um, you know, is the reason why you're seeing like such like a, a huge amount of screen time here. Because um, even looking back at the screen time stats, I mean, with Jimmy Fallon being so high up there and just making, you know, one sketch appearance and then he's in the monologue for a couple seconds. So, you know, he was, I think, ranked like third or fourth overall on screen time. So uh, as far as like whether or not it bothers me, I don't know if it bothers me. I, and I, I don't know if it's, you know, I, I think a lot of it is the nature of like the host that we had this week. I feel like, like Dakota Johnson, I'm actually more positive on her performance as a host this time than maybe, you know, some other people. I, I thought she didn't necessarily get like the, the best material, but, you know, her presence as a, as a, host and star 
um, is, is a little quieter, is a little more low key. So I feel like you feel that impact from Timberlake a little more. And if you had somebody who's hosting like, you know, The Rock or like, you know, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, like somebody who is kind of more in your face with things, maybe we wouldn't be feeling that as much, even though, you know, the numbers kind of don't lie in the sense that there, there was, they were so neck and neck. So I, I don't think it bothers me overall, but I do feel like the pairing itself might have lent to, you know, this feeling of, oh, was, was the spotlight taken or, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the best point that could be made is that the pairing probably made sense for this where it would be unfair to have maybe like Timberlake be the guest this week with a rookie host. Like that would seem like you have somebody coming in like IO this week, first time ever being on the show. And that would that would almost seem a little cruel to have that where Dakota Johnson might have been coming in totally cool with it. So I you know, I think we should probably keep that in mind that maybe she was like all about it and not like this sucks that Timberlake is here because um, it, it, it did make sense. She came back and I agree with Sammy that I thought her performance was good. I like this episode, I think a lot more than a lot of people. And um, I thought her, what she did with the material was great. I have one line that I loved from her from the big dumb cups sketch. You sound like a baby on a tit. Get out of here. <laughs> so there, her comedic stylings worked well with the material that was given to her. There were like two sketches I thought were, pretty bad and then some two pre-tapes that i thought were some of the best of the season so overall i thought it was a good episode and before i go to victoria i'll just read you uh, a couple of the host musical guest pairings that have also been very close as far as impact so you can see the screen time and you can see the power rankings of each if you want to um, check it out uh visually but that was dakota and timberlake being the tightest difference and then jonathan majors and taylor swift no surprise there Jonathan Majors was like very backseat host and then Taylor Swift did a 10 minute song. So even one appearance by Taylor, but it was in prime time and it was a long um, segment, of course, with all too well, 10 minute version. Then Rachel Brosnahan and Greta Van Fleet. So Rachel Brosnahan actually had less screen time in her episode than Keenan Thompson. So that doesn't surprise me there. Then Elon Musk and Miley, I think, you know, the stats definitely back up the eye test there because people even thought maybe Miley could like be a surrogate host if needed was in the uh the mother's day opening with her mom and she was in the chad in mars pre-tape with pete then chris rock and meg the stallion if you remember meg the stallion was in two sketches one of them was the uh, bottom of your face pre-tape chris red pete and keenan rap that was in the uh nba like draft sketch later so she had a couple um appearances outside music and then simu liu who was the lowest screen time host I've ever recorded other than like an SNL at home and uh, where Saweetie was the musical guest that week and also had very low screen time. So that ended up being like a 104 difference in their impact. And then um, Adam Driver and Kanye West. So look, I looked back at that Adam Driver episode and he had very low screen time for you think about Adam Driver being so great as a host, but his screen time that week was 13 minutes, 13 seconds. So not even that much higher than Simu Leo that episode I mentioned. And then finally, the Jason Bateman and Morgan Wallen. If you remember Morgan Wallen, like anchored a sketch. It was all about him. He was on screen for like four or five minutes in one sketch. So that makes sense as well. Paul Rudd finale of 44 with DJ Khaled. He was like all over that episode as well. So Victoria, what do you make of all this? When Do you like having the musical guests kind of be more part of the show in general? Maybe not just Timberlake being a five-timer? Yeah, I actually really love when the host, or I'm sorry, the musical guest is in a sketch and makes an appearance. We saw that with, oh gosh, what was 
when Timothy Chalamet hosted, who, um, who was the band? Who was the musical guest with Timothy Chalamet? This time? Yes. Well, it was Bruce Springsteen last time. This time, oh, geez, who was it? They Sammy? Were, they were in the Troy Sivan. Oh, was it Boy Genius? Oh, Boy Genius. Boy Genius, yeah. yes. Yeah, like I loved that a lot. I loved when Renee Rapp uh, jumped into a sketch. I think with Dakota Johnson, Justin Timberlake, they're two friends of the show. They're very familiar with the show. Justin Timberlake, just like what Sammy said, I grew up not only with his music, but with in my teens being really starting to be obsessed with SNL. He was a really big part of that. So, but I'm also kind of conflicted given everything that we've learned in the past year. So I was kind of, it was kind of interesting to see him not only come back to SNL, but to be so thrown into it. Uh, nonetheless, overall, any other transition words here? I do love when musical guests are not just performing. We get to see a different side of them and kind of humanizes them a little bit more um, when they're being goofy and silly and joining the cast, even if it's for a short bit of one sketch. Yeah, I think it's fun in general. This was clearly an outlier. That's why we want to do this segment mm-hmm. this week. But it just, you know, we had Ed Sheeran. He went on to the Dion Warwick talk show. Uh, I think we had, was it um, Gunna with like the short ass movies with Pete? Like things like that that are just not... Because sometimes the musical performances of the show seem so separate from the rest of the, the show that it's kind of fun to see that a lot of times during the week, you know, uh, what the first time I did an NBC tour, they were it was they were like the uh, musical guest was was rehearsing for that week, and it's just kind of reminds you that they're like they're there and they're with the cast and they get to hang out with them and stuff. All the times you see pictures on Instagram of like this week we saw Punky with Megan The Stallion and uh, that they do get to know each other and hang out, and it's cool when they get to be maybe at read through or do some rehearsing with the cast. So I'm, I'm in favor of it. I think it just brings more uniqueness that only SNL can do. Um, Sammy, I'll give you a tough question. Other than the couple that I I mentioned at the top, which are kind of like, I can clearly put my finger on why. Can you find any similarities or anything? Like what would make maybe like, I don't want to say weaker, but like a lower stat Mm -hmm. host with a higher stat MG on this Mm. list here? Can you, can you find anything out? I mean, I'll try to talk it out with you, but yeah. Are, are you like trying to point me in the direction of something or you're just trying to no, get me I'm to, just, oh yeah. No, this is uh, what we do on the show, you know, just look at the well, numbers yeah. <laughs> and try to like demystify the show. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I do feel like if you're a friend of the show, then, you know, the odds are higher that you're going to, you know, maybe perform an extra song or you're going to, you know, have a, a 10 minute song like Taylor Swift, or you're going to make an appearance in the sketch. So I, I feel like, you know, for for some of these people um, towards the top of the list, you, you can maybe categorize them as that. Um, I do. I feel like, yeah, I, I'm not sure uh, otherwise if I if I really see um, a, a ton of reason why. I, I do. I do feel like also some of these, um, you know, first time hosts. You know, maybe you know they're just getting a, a little less to do. You know, as we've kind of talked about. So you know, you're going to see kind of a more of a neck and neck neck and neck approach to the screen time but that's kind of really all i'm seeing yeah and victoria uh, last week when you were out you know from the show we did a segment about a lordy and have how he had low screen time and we kind of had a similar conversation about why a host would have low screen time 
And a lot of that was, you know, first timers or just kind of an eclectic group of people that you wouldn't really associate like to be an, a no-brainer SNL host. So any you want to point out on this list that maybe you were surprised were low or hosts that you enjoyed? Um, surprised low actually is probably well there's some that are obvious now that I'm thinking about it. But like a Jason Momoa being low is very surprising to me. He's very larger than life, no pun intended. Um, but he's he's a big personality and he's he seems he's always seemingly down to play. Um with Jacob Elordi too though, I just was like I understand why they chose him. He's he's of the moment. He's he's a hottie biscotti. He's, you know, he's doing it all right now. It just was if it wasn't for that, it would be weird. I just don't think he doesn't seem very comedic to me. Sorry to say. And a lot of the sketches were about him being hot, which like sure, I don't know, but that one made a lot of sense. He just He's so method. <laughs> um, I don't think he has a week is enough. He time. was really just playing. He was just playing an unfunny SNL host. That's all he was doing, people. And you need to realize you need to give him some, some you know, some latitude here because he was doing his job. Uh, so we're gonna move on uh, to some Vic trivia. Wow, it's back in 2024. Did y'all? So I'm ready. So Victoria, t- tell tell people uh, who are listening who may not be familiar with Vic Trivia, like what what is your mindset writing these just absurd questions? I I would like to know personally. Uh, <laughs> are they absurd? No, it's just a fun. You know, we are the diehards of SNL. Are you really paying attention? Are you looking at the details? And that's what I want to know when I write these questions. I also just want to be a little bit of an idiot and write some stupid shit down or I'm sorry, stupid stuff down. And that's, and that's it. We're live. Sorry. Sorry to the kids. Don't swear till you're 18. (laughs) When you You heard it here first, (laughs) when you can vote, you can swear. All right. (laughs) Um, on a t-shirt. That'll get voter registration up. (laughs) Question number one. All righty. Question number one, what did Devin's character order in the sketch, Waiters? Was it A, a Caesar salad, B, ribeye roast, C, California club, or D, bone-in ribeye? I, I think I got this. Can I, how, how does this work? Is it like, is it me versus Mike? Is it like who's trying to like, get it first? Like what's like, what you are have the to, rules? You have to scream over Mike, actually. Okay. But bone-in ribeye. Bone, bone in rib. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get it? Is <laughs> that your answer too, Mike? Yeah, that's my answer. And I, I, feel I said like it I like go... about two minutes before Mike. I, and yeah, I think I Jack could weigh just in on that in, one. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> you can talk like that for the rest of the show. <laughs> Just really enunciate my answers. <laughs> well, yeah. Victoria, I feel like I was back in fifth grade with the Scantron and and thinking to myself, well, two of them say ribeye, so I can eliminate <laughs> A and C, and now I have to think about B and D. And I don't even know if a ribeye roast is a thing. If it is, I haven't had it. But it is a thing. Because, okay, because don't, it is. Don't knock until you try it. 
<laughs> I also haven't heard Scantron in 20 years. Um, anyway, it is D, bone in ribeye. And chicken fingers for the little guy. Pongers. Chicken pongers for the little guy. And what was it, like a pop of Advil for the little gay or something? <laughs> uh, mango jewel pod for the yes. little guy. Ah, yes. Question two. All right. What did Barry Gibbs ask Andrew Yang to call him in the Barry Gibb talk show? Was it A, knight, B, <laughs> king, C, sir, or D, duke? I'll give so, you sir. Uh, yeah, we'll let the uh, the chat answer for a second. Oh, and uh, oh. Oh, oh, Sammy, you can yell it out. Go ahead. Yeah, please yell well, it out. Well, I said sir, but I could be wrong. You could be wrong. I think it was for his contribution to the music industry. Um, I think it is, sir. Victoria? Uh, you'd be correct. It was, sir. Yeah, guys, sorry. I'm a sucker. For, I'm a sucker. You're not a real man. <laughs> I was going to say. Me, bitch. <laughs> guys, I'm, I, I turn into a, an absolute monster when trivia is involved. I just, I just can't. I can't help it. Yeah, I should have warned you before the show started. I just. Had I known, had I known. Question three. Question three. What's the Nepo Truce saying from Please Don't Destroy's Roast video? Is it A, a foot in the door, but not an inch more? B, a foot in the door, my dad's a whore? C, a foot in the door and one in the stink? Or D, a foot in the door and so much more? These are all great options. I mean, think, I'm we now let, thinking we, about I'm thinking about John Johnson, thinking about uh, Tim Hurley and Steve Higgins, <laughs> and you know, I'm just thinking about the dads now more. The dads, right? And you're thinking about the stink. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, go ahead and yell it yeah. out. Let's just ha- let's have all of them be yelled out. Okay, a foot in the door and so much more. I kind of wish I'd said it like they did. And what'd you say? I, I didn't yell. That wasn't yelling. It needs to be just like now. Now, I, now I'm self conscious about the yelling. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is when you're listening to a podcast and someone screams in your <laughs> ear <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I have my things all the way up. I want to test. <laughs> um, Mike, what's your answer? Uh, foot in the door and so much more. Ugh. He'd be correct. It is, in fact, D. It is not I, D I, for all those. I've watched the show before. I feel like these are usually a little harder. Did you try to go easy on me? Yeah, you do have Detroit education. Just kidding. <laughs> I actually but, went to private school. <laughs> but me too. Wait, which one? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk off mic. Did you say De La Salle? Don't say De La Salle. We'll it's not where it. I went. Went to the Jewish one. Question four. <laughs> All right. This one's a little tricky. This is a, tr- a tricky one. You have to like, you had to have been paying attention here. Who is the author of the book they were reading and the book club sketch? Is it A, Jane Austen, B, Stephanie Myers, C, Celeste Ng, or D, Colleen Hoover? I just want to throw out that I... Uh... I think you called Barry Gibb, Barry Gibbs, and Stephanie Meyer, Stephanie Myers. It's kind of just remind me of that Key and Peel of like Key and Peel of like Liam Neeson's. 
It's a Michigan accent thing. We always add S and take it off things that don't make sense. Even in writing. I'm trying, I'm trying to Even be better. Writing. I know. I call, what is it? Michigan Adventures. Sam, you know about that. Mm, it's actually yeah, Michigan's. Michigan it's Michigan's Adventure. Oh, it's the worst when you switch it up. Like It's like the possessive yeah. for the other one versus yeah. the, the plural. All right. Now, now let's let Sammy yell this one out. Yeah, go ahead, Sammy. Okay. I'm not. I'm not so sure, but Colleen Hoover. Is that who is you that wrong? Mike? I mean, what? I is feel like it's a it's a modern book. It wouldn't be Jane Austen. My wife's in a book club. She's read a lot of Colleen Hoover, so I'll agree with Sammy. Wow! Shout out to your wife because it is, in fact, Colleen Hoover. <laughs> I should have had her Stanley Cup with me for this episode, for this podcast. <laughs> no, I actually have a I have a knockoff Stanley. It's a simply modern brand. Sim- Is there any liquid in it? Uh, it. Can you just Josh? Turn it, turn it. <laughs> Get in it's there, Josh. It's supposed to not leak when you turn it. Not, I, I can't do that. Mm. <laughs> it will definitely all. I, come I just out. want to hear you uh, do the slurp like Marcelo. <laughs> You're gonna have to like cut He's out like, like my entire. Get out of here! <laughs> She's gonna have to cut out my entire audio for the episode. <laughs> we got one more, Victoria. One more. All right. I had another one that was actually like the answers were so stupid, and I didn't know if I. Was See, able you to can't say tease it. that and not do it though. I well, you can't I'm sorry. tell the people. I just know that the governor of Saturday Night Network, John Schneider, would be very, I don't know how happy he'd be if I used that one, but maybe that's one we do another day. Um, All right. right. Last but not least, (laughs) where did Amber, who's Dakota Johnson's character, and Ray, uh, Mikey Day's character, meet in home videos? Was it a backyard birthday party, a Vegas wrestling event? A Fourth of July barbecue or a backyard wrestling event? Oh, so now you you really uh, threw us for a loop with doing the two uh, two backyard and two wrestling. Yeah. yeah. So, wow, Sammy. Well, you know the the thing is is that uh, I'm seeing a bit of a trend. We're talking about stats and numbers. I'm seeing a bit of a trend where you have. The the last answer be the correct answer. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I think all of them except for the for the Barry Gibbs sir, the the answer was the last one. So I'm gonna go with backyard wrestling event. They say statistically. Go ahead. What's your answer, Mike? I'm also gonna go with D, and it's funny to what Sammy said because in the chat I just see all our listeners just writing the letter D over and over. <laughs> so I, he's on to something. <laughs> No, someone wrote C. Yep, someone for, for wrote this C. One? Someone that, wrote no, it's, C. that might have been the. Uh, well, that was for the. That was Hoover. for the sir. That was a C. Maybe the oh. Colleen Hoover one. I don't know. It was the Colleen. They thought it was Celeste Ng. Anyway. So wow. it's always it's always C or D. It's it's never A. I feel like that's like test too. It's never A. I would be right. a horrible teacher. Like they wouldn't actually learn anything. <laughs> right. Um. But that's it for trivia. If you got all of these right. You can um, register to vote this year. And if you got Sweet. none of them, none or some right, you can also register to vote. 
and then you can surprise. And then what? I said, then you can swear, apparently. So, oh, that's a, that's a great, it's actually a great prize. You win Vic Trivia. You can now, you're now enfranchised <laughs> in the US and you can say bad words. So, go. we're going to, speaking of, you know, the, the, the Nepo babies and that awesome PDD sketch, I just wanted to talk about PDD. We haven't really given them a lot of love on By the Numbers this year. So, I just wanted to compile this was their 25th video on SNL. So in there, you know, how many seasons? You know, it's 47, 48, and now half of 49. So wait, go ahead, Victoria. Before we, before we get into it, Sammy, this is very exciting. I have very exciting news for the both of us. So Let's hear it. When I met the rest of the cast members on the 20th, Martin did step outside for a cigarette break. And I did go up to him. I was like, you don't remember me, do you? And he's like, what? I go, Royal Oak. He's like, huh? I go, that's what I thought. You don't remember me. And he goes, oh, wait. Yeah, I met you and your friends in the backyard. Uh, not backyard, in the parking lot. <laughs> At the backyard the wrestling back, event. The backyard. You were the wrestling party? <laughs> no, but he goes, oh, yeah, you guys were in the parking lot. So, Sammy, he does remember you and me. Wow. Wow. I was there. How does it feel? Answer. It feels, Answer. It feels, uh, it feels really good. Okay. It feels really good to, to know that. Yeah. He did <laughs> <laughs> that's all <laughs> that's it you can continue with your show <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> it's fun it's fun to think about how people are gonna like listen to this after you know it's like, yeah, this is like, like yeah the energy was weird it was kind of like when timberlake <laughs> showed up in the monologue <laughs> please stay subscribed <laughs> don't unsubscribe because of me <laughs> That's all. Victoria no, is back on by the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so tw- 25 PDDs have made air now. So I'm sure we all have our wow. favorites. I-, I asked Sammy and Victoria to give me their top fives. I'm, I'm interested to see how difficult that was uh, to-, to narrow it down. Uh, you know, we all remember maybe some not so great ones, but they've been... Originally in the season, they were uh, episode one, two, three, four, five, six, and then they missed seven, eight, nine. They came back uh, stronger than ever, I thought, with the roast with Dakota Johnson. And uh, when she delivered this great line, we've all been waiting to hear. Oh, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to meet the lonelier island. So we've been making that comparison. I mean, how can you not? Just three white dudes just making videos on SNL. It's a natural comparison. Anyway, Victoria, you want to lead us off? You want to tell us your... Uh, five favorite pdds i'll give some stats and then sammy can uh give us his five favorites my five favorite this is hard i will say roast has to be in there it has to be it was just so good it i love the you know just taking a jab at what everyone's um you know just them being nepo babies was really fun and i just love the the back and forth and that um ramen order is probably another one that i really love uh, hard seltzer. Let's see. So that was roast, ramen order, hard seltzer, roast. Hard seltzer. We're going OG. OG. From the Kim, from the Kim K. Yep. Um, road trip was really good to me. I mean, I love all, just to be fair, I love all of them. So, and then Bad Bunny is Shrek. All right. I like those answers because they don't, they don't uh, not a ton of overlap with mine. So, 
We're gonna. I, I put the run times here, so you can see those, and then I put the screen time breakdown for Martin, John, and Ben. So if you want to keep score at home with who's getting more screen time and the quick cuts, and when I met PDD over the summer, I told him like your guys' shorts are like the hardest to do screen time on, and they laughed at that because there's so many edits. I have to do them so many times to get them like as accurate as possible, but. They've appeared all all three of them in all twenty five. Martin Hurley at twenty seven minutes twenty eight seconds. Ben Marshall at twenty eight minutes thirty two, and John Higgins at thirty minutes thirty nine seconds. So, if we wanted to kind of figure out the pecking order in that in that trio, that could be a good uh, insight right there. And then seventeen out of the twenty five um, shorts have had the host in them. So what's that like sixty eight percent? And then the cast have been in at least one cast member has been in eighteen of them, so that's like seventy ish percent. And um, so that means that only out of the twenty five they've done, only eight of them have been like no host, which I think is always interesting when that happens because that means they can kind of save it for whenever. It's not really host specific. And um, yeah, Sammy, uh, tell me your five favorite PDDs so far. Oof, this was this was really hard. We also just for the viewers at home. Got this assignment only a couple hours ago. Didn't really have a chance to go back and watch, you know, a ton of these. But these were kind of the ones that, you know, came to mind when I was thinking about this um, sort of prompt. At number five, I have Bad Bunny as Shrek. Um, That was just so good. Um, And, you know, big big Shrek fan over here. Uh, Number four, I got Self-Defense with uh, Travis Kelsey. Just very fun to see the guys kind of out of uh you know out of the the office for that one number three i have jumper obviously caused a little controversy but the (laughs) timothy chalamet one from a couple uh episodes ago i I thought was really great um again kind of nice to see them out of the office number two i got roast roast is kind of shot up all the way here um we'll see if that's like a recency bias thing but uh really enjoyed roast i thought dakota johnson was really good in this and Number one, I have the original Princes of Comedy from the season premiere. Uh, that was just uh, an incredible mix of like just like regular pre-tape energy that you'd see, but also with like the kind of please don't destroy commentary and like the casting for all the younger versions of themselves was just so spot on. And that one was great. But I have some honorable mentions. Should I throw those out now or do you want to do your list first, Mike? I'll d- I have two honorable mentions as well, so I'll do my five, and then any anyone right. we want to talk about, let's throw them out there. So looks like we all had some overlap with the roast one from this week. Just just prime PDD, just great joke writing, great pacing, everything that makes PDD great was shown in that one. So I had roast, I had good variant from the um, John Mulaney five timers, which was gr- I loved how it just bled right into the five timers lounge. That one also uh, had Al Roker and Paul Rudd in it. So I, I did um, the host and cast screen time breakdown, but we had some cameos as well. Uh, that there was well, not, not that many of them. We also had Paul Dano in the uh, We Got Her a Cat one from the Zoe Kravitz. So there's been a couple cameos as well. So I had Roast, Good Variant. I also, like Sammy, had Original Princes of Comedy. That might be number one. I didn't rank them in order, but that could be number one. And I had the stakeout with Woody Harrelson, which is the highlight of that episode for me. And just so good how straight they played that. Woody was awesome in it. And of course, the secret relationship between Martin and Ben and, you know, Uncle Keenan coming over. 
And then I think if uh, Original Princes of Comedy is not number one, then this one definitely is. I mean, that, that song is catchy as bleep. So any chance I can have Taylor on my show, I will take that opportunity. Do you, do you not vote, Mike? Do I not vote? I have voted. Okay, well, why'd you say bleep? <laughs> well, I'm trying to maintain some <laughs> professionalism and not like say the F word, but I mean, I thought about it. Wow. You know what? If you don't say the F word right now, we know you don't vote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Super Tuesday is coming up. I, I, I don't know. So, <laughs> Honorable mentions was uh, Election Night, the Molly Carney one I thought was great. I had that too. And Lizzo has writer's block. That was my other one. So the, mm. the Lizzo song with them was also a uh, catchy tune. Uh, Sammy, anything else you had on yours? So Three Sad Versions was my number six. Like it was, it was right there and, you know, really put them on the map for sure. I also had the stakeout on my list as well in honorable mentions. And then I'm pretty sure this is the one with Sarah's dad, Chelsea. Was that the one uh, yep. where Sarah Sherman's dad Stephen Marty pops up? One. Yeah, that was uh, that was really good too. So those are my honorable mentions. Victoria, any any last PDD you want to mention? Um, three normal goths, I think, were really fun, and uh, new personalities. So okay, those those are non canonical, right? Those were not they did not make the show, correct? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, because there was also like a Rami Malek needs a friend one that didn't make air, and yeah. Yeah, but those two that didn't make it were also two. I mean, I truly have never watched a PDD video and was ever disappointed. So, if you had, if I had to choose, those are the. Ones I mean, if we're going, it. I mean, I, I gave you stats on all twenty five. If we're going off book, then I'm going to throw out Jazz Fridays from pre SNL because that's would be in my top five. If you haven't seen Jazz Fridays, I've like suggested that at my workplace. So I that. <laughs> Checked out. Sam, for, have you seen that one? That I've seen, but for me, the pre-SNL, the TikToks, uh, the Dubreka, the, the vaccine <laughs> that they take. Uh, as someone who got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine as their first dose, that was... Uh, my friends were saying I got Dubreka. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also didn't know that there was a little off topic. I didn't know that there was another one cut for time. From Dakota Johnson. Yeah, there was a there was a couple I think I that uh, were posted. I didn't watch it. It was a horny little. Not a dork. couple of PDDs, but yeah, I did watch that. That was funny. Yeah. So uh, it's just pretty crazy. I mean, PDD is also like you know writing actual normal live sketches too. So they're not just doing their own thing. So the fact that they prepare a video probably every single week is awesome, and. You know, I don't want them to go anytime soon, but hopefully we get to see all the ones that were cut eventually. And are there any hosts that you wish were in a uh, PDD short? Because I really missed seeing Kate in one. I thought that would have been awesome to see Kate McKinnon do a, a Please Don't Destroy sketch. That was literally the person I was going to say is Kate. I was like, I was waiting for it. In fact, that was probably one of the only things I was truly hoping for. Just to see Kate walk in that office would have just made the night for me. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, so going back from from hard seltzer all the way to roast, a lot of good content from from the boys here. 
And uh, yeah, I was going to ask you guys, is PDD just constantly killing it? Is there any like higher ceiling that they can reach right now? Like, do you want to see them live on stage or join the cast or anything? Or, I mean, we like them where they are clearly, but is, have they hit the ceiling at SNL? I mean, it's only their third year. Victoria. Um, I would say, I mean, I am a big believer in don't fix what's not broken, especially, I mean, they're fresh to SNL. I'd like to see them in this spot for just a little bit longer before they try anything else. I think what they, they're really good at what they do. And I think they should flex that muscle as much as they can. So, I mean, I guess one day I'd love to see more of them live, but I really just love that. I mean, I can't express enough how much I love their videos. Never. Yeah, we've seen a little bit of them live. I mean, yeah. including the John Higgins playing DeSantis. The maybe the only time we'll ever see DeSantis <laughs> on SNL was played by John Higgins with Thank one God. line and then remaining still and silent in the background. <laughs> and we uh, Higgins yelled out an update during the Jost April Fool's joke with Che, and I think Ben Marshall did a voice in one of the TikTok pre-tapes. We had Martin in the wedding bridesmaid. Uh, the maid of honor toast was Zoe Kravitz at the table there. And Martin Hurley also was the hands of the dog in the CIA weapon sketch with the Simu Liu. So we've seen, and, uh, Ben Marshall was like the finance bro walking across the stage in the last Mulaney New York musical. So we've seen little glimpses of them here and there. But Sammy, as, what more could PDD do on the show? What do you think you about know, their trajectory? I- I, I guess my opinion on it is, you know, whatever makes that given episode like the best it can be, you know, I, I don't think you you need to be precious with the the format or, or anything or, you know, this person's a writer, this person's a cast member. And obviously the show needs to balance that out with, all right, we have a cast, we have a fairly big cast and we want to build them up. So I guess you could also see the other way at looking at it where we do give PDD guys more screen time. It takes away from other cast members, but ultimately I think whatever makes her the best show is kind of what I want to see. And as somebody who did see them live, you know, me and Victoria saw them live, um, you know, last summer, like they, they can absolutely do well and excel in the live format as well. And not just in a pre-tape. So um, I'd say like, if, if they have interest in that, would love to see them do it. But if they're kind of happy where they're at, um, and, you know, continuing to write live sketches. I, I really do enjoy their live sketches. And I think uh, earlier in the season, um, you know, when we were getting a PDD short every episode, um, I, I think I was on the pod, you know, John had kind of noticed that, you know, they hadn't been getting as, as many live sketches on in the earlier part of the season. I think then they had a couple episodes where, where they didn't have shorts and they got more live sketches on. So I'm sure it's a balance of their time as well of what they want to do. So um, I just, I, I love these guys. So, you know, however they want to contribute to the show, I, I'm, I'm happy with the, the the contributions that they're they're giving for sure. Agreed. I feel like my only fear is that they'll, they'll peak and then leave or if I want them to stay for a while. So we got, we were lucky enough to have Sandberg in the cast for as long as he was and to have, Look, you know, I know that Sammy agrees with me. Like looking back on those old um, digital shorts, like they're still funny today. So the fact that we have so many of them to look back on is so much fun. Um, actually, on this day in SNL history, 
Steve Martin hosted for the 15th time. We had the fourth edition of Laser Cats. So you can just go back and watch Laser Cats right, right now. It's, it's, it's available. So I want that for PDD as well and not have them because, you know, they made a movie. I'm happy for them that they, you know, were, are, are spreading their wings, but I don't want them to all of a sudden like catch lightning in a bottle, leave the show and then fizzle out. I want them to maintain success on the show as huge fans of theirs. So we are well, going to go ahead. Jazz see their 42% on Ron Tomatoes because that means another couple of years on SNL, um, <laughs> you know, for, for their, uh, their movie. Yeah. I, were you a fan of the movie? Were you, were you part of oh, the, no, uh, I, no, I, I like the movie. I was just saying, um, <laughs> in the roast, in the roast PDD, yeah. how she pointed out. Sammy uh, was in the, the 58%. He yes, was not in the 42%. Yeah. I was in the audience score. I was in the audience score trenches on Rotten Tomatoes, just spamming 100% fresh ratings on the on the movie. So doing no, the Lord's work. The movie was solid. All right, we're gonna look at the power ranking. So we're at 10 episodes now. We've seen some movement, and um, you know this is what's happening right now. The power structure in this friend group is gonna shift. The power structure in this cast has been shifting. So we recently, Victoria, this whole season, we've seen Mikey Day just dominating and Bowen Yang has snatched the top spot. So could you read out to the listeners what the current state of the cast is in the power ranking? Of course I can read. Anyway, um, all right. Bowen Yang at the very top at 99.6. Then there's Mikey Day at 95.8. Uh Leading Lady, Heidi Gardner at 93.2. Then there's Colin Jost at 81.2. Keenan Thompson, which if you asked me a few weeks ago, and I was asked a few weeks ago, I said he would be falling way down. So great that he's still at number five, though, at 72.1. Yeah, Keenan had a bounce back week, 91.8 in the Dakota episode. That's his best episode since um, Chalamet. Yep. Uh, James Austin Johnson at 69.5. Nice score for him. <laughs> I'm five years old. Um, there's Echo Bottom at 65.9. Chloe Feynman at 65.7. Uh, Michael Che at 62.3. Marcelo Hernandez at 51.8, as well as Sarah Sherman, who's also at 51.8. Uh, Andrew Dismukes at 50.1. Devin Walker, I think he's gone up just a little bit here at 43.7. Chloe Trost at 38.1. My Girl Forever, Punky Johnson at 37.2. Michael Longfellow at 31.8. And Molly Carney, last but never least, at 30.1. Yeah, Devin Walker, he had an 82.7 last week in the Elordi episode, 77.8 this week. So Devin Walker, again, Talk about in the screen time, but his star on the rise. And then, yeah, Marcelo and Sarah with a margin thinner than a Keenan Thompson sideburn with 51.8 apiece. So it sounds like the third decimal separating them. So Sarah Sherman is one episode a little bit better than Marcelo. She'll be in the top 10 next week. So the fact that's been the storyline all year, seeing Marcelo being a featured player and in the top 10, beating out the Sarah's, Dismukes, and Punky. Um, as well as Marcelo's fellow season 48 rookies. So Sammy, I think you were last on like almost exactly a year ago. 
And so yeah. now you're seeing a whole season's worth. You know, from last year, we had Keenan dominating again. And now coming in episode 10 of 49, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, as somebody who has Keenan on uh, their fantasy draft, on their fantasy team, it's been been a little rough out here, um, you know, seeing what's happening. But it's, you know, not, uh, I, th- I think it's probably overall good for the show to have Keenan take a bit of a step back. But he has, you know, looks, he obviously did have a, a better episode um, this week than, than last week's. Um, Punky's number, I mean, I know, it's kind of been a constant theme with Punky, but I really do feel like this number doesn't represent the the highs that I've really gotten from her this season. Like I really feel like when she, you know, makes an impact in an episode, it can be like the most memorable line in a given sketch or you know, and an appearance, you know, in a sketch. So um and I, I can, you know, you know, she's got episodes where she's in the sixties and then episodes where she's, you know, in single digits. So I can see why her number is so low. Um, and I'm just, you know, going back to my James Austin Johnson point, um, excited to kind of see him really take that, you know, sort of glue guy role, um, in a way, or he's kind of, you know, building up to that. I think with kind of the numbers we're seeing, um, you know, he's not being pigeonholed into the impression stuff. As much, we're, we're really kind of getting him or kind of able to see him kind of take that sort of Sudeikis-esque approach um, to, to this cast. So that, that's definitely exciting to see. And then, and then Bowen, uh, you know, at the top there, I mean, he, he's definitely having a, a solid season. I mean, even in this, this episode, um, I think with just two appearances, he, he really made an impact with, with updates and, you know, it's hard to make an impact in the Barry Gibbs sketch, but, um, you know, he, he was there and, and on screen. So he, he got some, some numbers yeah, up there as well. I think that's Bowen Yang's most prolific character on SNL is he's now played Andrew Yang five times, which I thought was really funny because <laughs> it's never really for like a comedic beat. It's always kind of a straight role and he's now done it five times, including, you know, a couple debate sketches a few years ago. But yeah, Bowen has now, his, you know, it's Adam Driver at like a 77, but he's been up around 100 every episode. So if you listen to the show and you're at the very end of it, you probably know about the power ranking, but it's taking into consideration every aspect of the show. And Bowen is excelling at every aspect of the show. So he's kind of everywhere. He had a great start with Pete and then he had kind of three mid Bowen episodes with Bad Bunny, Bargazzi, and Chalamet. And ever since then, so episode five through 10, has been killing it, which is why he was able to catch Mikey. And now he's four points ahead of Mikey overall. So if anyone asks you who the star of SNL is post Pete, Kate, AD, Cecily, it's Bo and Yang. It's very easy to tell from the numbers and from the eye test watching because he's starring in so much um, lead roles. And then, yeah, I just, I was, I kind of went on a little rant last week and I want to kind of re- repeat that rant in an abbreviated format by saying that, like, Heidi Gardner waiting in the wings so patiently showing her talents. And then like she is doing unbelievable right now. So just shout out to Heidi. I feel like no matter what segments we do, we you know can't talk about Heidi enough because she is like the star leading lady of the cast and want to give her her flowers. So again, that top three, 
Bowen at a 99.6, Mikey 95.8, Heidi 93.2. Then it's a 12 point drop off to the rest of the cast. So those are your three heavy hitters. So if you're looking at this like a batting lineup, you're getting the uh, three best hitters at the top for sure with Bowen, Mikey, and Heidi. So we have one more episode in this run with Io Adebri, Victoria. Give me your thoughts on her. And um, you think SNL is up for like a bounce back week after two episodes that the fans might not have been as high on post-Kate episode? I'll be honest. I haven't watched her in anything. I do know that she's won a lot of awards recently and you only win awards if you're talented, hopefully. So I'm excited. It's going to be a new to me. Everything's I I don't know what to expect with her. So it, you know, because I don't have any expectations, I'm sure every it'll be okay. But I've also just heard a really, I've heard a lot of good things about her too. I haven't seen the bear. I think I told you this, don't you? I, I think I told you, you look like, what's the guy from the bear? Jeremy Allen White? Do I? Uh, Sammy? I don't know. I've said that. I was like, you look like that guy. Uh, I, I don't know if I see it, but you're a good looking guy, Mike. Oh, thanks, I, I don't dude. know if I see Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White necessarily. What? He, All right. I, again, he, I don't know if that's a comment or an insult, so I don't really know how to react to well, that. Well, <laughs> I will Just say look up this. his Calvin Klein shoe after the, <laughs> after I, the I've never seen okay. that type of reaction to a Calvin Klein ad in my in my lifetime as an adult, like or as an adult woman. So good for you, Mike. All right, give me your top five Calvin Klein shoots. <laughs> Justin, I can't remember any. Justin Bieber. Kate McKinnon as Justin Bieber. Oh, right. I do remember that one. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Sammy, what do you think? Are you, uh, I'm sure you're excited for any SNL episode, but any any juice in this one that you're looking for? I feel like when they do the third or the fourth of a run, they kind of like let it all out of the tank. So I, mm-hmm. I expect a good one. I love a first-time host. So what do you think? Well, I'm super excited for Io. She is somebody I actually saw do stand-up back in was either late 2018 or early 2019. And she was like, you know, in a, in a big lineup of stand-ups. Like I saw, you know, Bob Odenkirk and Sarah Silverman. And she was one of the first stand-ups I'd never heard of her. She was really great. And then to kind of see her kind of build this career, like, you know, over the last couple of years and be on the Bears, it's just very cool to see somebody who I feel like comedy fans have been really like been wanting to see you know her come and, and host the show and so yeah I, I'm I'm very excited to have somebody with that kind of resume um, you know be on SNL I mean this is like I'm sure for her too is like a a dream come true like anybody who's um, you know trying to make make it in in comedy so uh, I'm I'm very excited for this episode yeah and um, excited I'm excited for her because she's from around the corner so she's from Dorchester. So I we had Bill Burr a couple of years ago and Krasinski. So love seeing some mass holes host SNL. Um, makes makes me happy, makes me proud. So uh, I'm excited for that. We have, of course, a hot take show Saturday night, 1 10 a.m. Eastern, following the live broadcast of SNL, and then a roundtable. And then I'll be back next Wednesday with one more show before we take a break until the next round, which is a quick turnaround. So we have SNL next week, uh, and then following week after, we have Super Bowl Sunday, and then we'll have a new SNL the week after. 
So Sammy, anything you want to say to the people and uh, other than your viral tweet, I mean, I guess tell them to give you a follow, right? What do you want? to Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, if you guys want to, you know, see the viral tweet, I'm not going to show it on the pod because you got to go to at that Sammy K on, on Twitter, especially not X Twitter, but taking it back, uh, (laughs) Instagram and TikTok. And, uh, you know, just follow me on there. And obviously I'm, I'm on the Saturday night network, uh, many, many times over the years. And currently I'll be uh, actually on this upcoming hot take show. I'll be on the, the hot take show talking about the IO episode, which um, Sammy I'm late night. Yep. Late, late, late night, late night. Um, yeah, no, I, I had no idea she was going to be the host when I was booked for that one. So I'm just, I'm, I'm very excited to talk about her and, uh, and JLo as well. So um, Mike, as always, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. Hope to see you real soon. Victoria, you know, who just out of nowhere from the top rope was like, I'm available. Put me on by the numbers. I'm like, let's go. So <laughs> good to have you back. I don't know when we have seeing you again, but tell everybody what's going on in your life. Well, and I, I missed being on here. It's been too long, even though it's been like three and a three weeks. Uh, nonetheless, excited to be back. Thank you for having me and for, um, uh, allowing the nonsense to continue. But if you want to see me in real life and you're in the Chicago area, find me at the IO Theater every Wednesday through March at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, If you're also planning on being in Chicago early April, I actually have my SNL showcase at the Second City. Dates, TBD, but all are welcome. Uh, but you just have to laugh really hard and be like, Oh my God, she's so funny. Like she should be on SNL. That's all the requirements are. I'll, if you do that, I will comp your ticket. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. I'd be like, after the show, I'm like, my one complaint was she might've been too funny. (laughs) (laughs) Really took me out of it. I was very aware. I was watching comedy because it was so funny. So anyway, this has been a fun one. This has been some, yeah. the The hijinks meter is full in this by the numbers episode, but we don't we don't mind that, you know. Mixing with some math, so math, math and comedy or a marriage. Well, you get when you get Detroit's finest on the show. Yeah. So on that note, from the vivacious Victoria and swinging Sammy, I am Mike Murray of the SNN. Thank you for listening. Magical, we will see you soon. Magical, Go ahead. Mike. Magical, Mike. All right, I mean, I already have an alliteration, so I didn't really you need can't use that. But... That's copywritten. No, it's magical. It's the off-Broadway. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. Continue. All right. Should I, should I do my outro again? I should just start. I just restart it all. <laughs> I thought your outro was going to be like a magical mic performance, and I was like, we're going to get banned on YouTube. It's literally yeah. him doing magic tricks. <laughs> yeah, imagine oh, okay. a magic mic routine with no music. That would just be jarring just very yeah. avant-garde <laughs> what if this episode just never ended what if we just kept going yeah i mean we we have the record for the longest snl podcast so we did the end of year show and it was over four hours so we'd have to be on here for a lot longer to, to beat that one i can do just it. three hours more okay yeah just three hours more and uh hey since i have a second chance to say goodbye uh if you enjoy this show and you enjoy the stats and you want me to keep doing them you know leave us a review mentioned by the numbers it's it means a lot you know it's 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 very helpful and people who have no idea that there are snl stats out there that you can you know peruse and pour over 
and they, they might want to join us in the chat and hang out with cool people. So that would, that would be a big help. Give it a thumbs up. Uh, follow us on everything at you know the Saturday Night Network. A lot of stuff going on. So for Victoria, Sammy, and myself, have a good night. Be safe and vote and swear. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. <laughs>